Hey, what up, Long Beach? It is the busy season at Long Beach State, and this is the only podcast that talks about Long Beach State athletics. As always, it is hosted by the 562.org. And today, I'm JJ Fiddler. I apologize for my voice, but that just means we're out here living, Andy. How was your weekend? It's Andy Fee on the LBV Show. Uh, busy, and uh, we got a lot going on, but as I always say, that is a good thing, JJ. It means we are back in action. Yeah, last year, last year there was a lot going on for other reasons, right? Yes. Yeah, so we're we're we are definitely in a better world right now. Uh, you know, all our athletes, um, you know, have been able to compete and practice as we've talked about before. And you know, spring is always the busiest. It's when we have the most sports underway. Uh, so this is not that the fall is not exciting, but one of the more exciting times in beach athletics is, is the spring season. Um, are you, what, what are you today? Before we talk about the weekend, what are you doing today? Uh, out at old ranch country club, uh, for women's golf tournament and, uh, you know, walking around the course this morning, uh, I'm uh, sitting in my car, uh, in the parking lot, <laughs> uh, you know, doing this podcast, but um out here with women's golf which is exciting you know golf's a, a, a little bit of a different sport and it's not you know we don't play it on campus so we don't always have a ton of local home events and uh this is really exciting we get to play one of our home golf courses uh in front of friends and family and other and others so it's been a, a great couple days here cheering uh our women's golf program on how's that going with the new coach over there Great, great. Coach Waite um, has done a tremendous job. Uh, you know, I was talking with one of our longtime supporters and, you know, they were just remarking about, you know, how much growth they've seen even just, you know, through the fall and into the spring. So, you know, I think there's a, a lot of excitement. Um, you know, the players seem to be in a great place, enjoying themselves, working hard, uh, trying to get better each and every day. And uh, Coach Waite, and Coach Baxter are doing a tremendous job. Oh, who else is out there? What other schools do they have out there? Uh, so Fresno State is out here, USC, New Mexico State, Sam Houston State. Um, oh, geez, there's I think I think there's a total of like 15 total total schools, but it's a great um, it's a great tournament. I mean, some of the best Pepperdines out here. Uh, so, you know, it is a really high caliber event and, uh, for us starting the year out, it's great to kind of see where you are and where you want to be, um, and to be able to kind of grow from experiences like this weekend. You know, I was talking with, with one of the uh, folks out here on the golf course and, you know, they were kind of asking about, well, you know, you know, the players get better, right. As the season goes on, I'm like, yeah. You know, this is so early tournament action, whether you're talking about our men's team or the women's team, you know, they're just starting to play collegiate tournament golf again. They've been on hiatus since the fall. Um, so this is a great way um, to kind of get your feet wet again, because, you know, in a couple months time, we'll be playing in the conference tournament, which is really to decide who goes on to the NCAA tournament. And, um, you know, again, I think where our coaches have built out a schedule, I think that allows them to to compete against some of the best, but at the same time, uh, put themselves in a competitive standpoint that from an NCAA, you want to be in that 
you know, somewhere in that probably 50 to 65 range at worst uh, for the at-large selection. Yeah, the Long Beach State men's golf team was actually up in San Francisco at the Prestige against 11 nationally ranked opponents last weekend. And uh, they did a good job, had a couple individuals work well as well. I mean, you, you kind of treat golf as one, but the women's golf program going through a lot different things right now than the men's golf program, right? Yeah, for sure. Um, you know, you, you have the coaching transition, um, you know, you have new players, which is, you know, standard every year, but you don't always have a new coach and new teammates joining, uh, joining the program. So, you know, they're in a different place. Um, but again, you know, I, I do a lot of listening or I try to do a lot of listening in my life and, you know, the listening that I've, I've, I've heard around the women's golf program is really positive and, you know, to have, uh, Katie Baxter, former player of ours on the coaching staff, helping coach weight. I think it's gone a long way with these, these young student athletes. So where else were you this weekend? Did you make it out to Bull Diamond of Blair Field? Yeah. So, uh, you know, busy weekend as well. Um, three great games. Now, when I say great, um, not great in terms of the score that we wanted. Uh, but, you know, Sac State's a really good baseball program. I think they've had something like nine straight seasons with at least 30 wins. Uh, they have a very good coach. So we knew it was going to be a tough assignment. And, you know, it's a tough assignment. And then you don't play great. Usually not a recipe for what you want as a, as a winning result. But I think we learned some things about ourselves. And, you know, being the 24th ranked team, is different than being the sixth ranked team in terms of perhaps the pressure you put on yourself, the expectations. And a lot of life is about how you respond, right? So maybe, you know, our response wasn't exactly what we wanted, but we learned uh, some things from, from this tough weekend and uh, we got to go back at it uh, tonight at UCLA. I think the team will be ready and they want to compete. So I think it's going to be a fun year. Yeah, how was everything different at Bowl Diamond at Blair Field after you guys added those improvements? Obviously, the lights look absolutely amazing. Some fresh paint. Uh, Dodgers Kings organist Dieter Rule sending out the tunes. How was everything? Well, I thought from a fan perspective, um, what was the night like? I thought it was great from, again, a lot of positive comments. I mean, I had so many people that were just, it's so great to be back. You know, it's been so long. And I think to come back to to be around friends and family and the community around one another, um, I think, you know, we had Legends was out there doing, you know, the food was fantastic. Um, I thought the organ again, I you know me, I'm completely biased, but I thought the organ was great, to be honest. And I had a lot of people who were commenting on it and. I thought that brought a lot of atmosphere to the game and I know uh, the Sac State coach saw me and was like after the Friday game he said well I know it didn't go exactly how you want it but he said what a what a great atmosphere to play college baseball he said full crowd he's like it felt like a regional game for us um, and that's what we want we want people to feel that it's a special event and I want to thank all the fans who came out and Maryland Bowl and and everybody else who made it just uh, a great weekend. Well, speaking of highly ranked teams at Long Beach State, you've also got the men's volleyball team that swept Stanford on Friday. Freshman outside hitter Alex Nikolov just continuing to heat it up. He had five 
consecutive aces to win the second set as they swept Stanford. Long Beach State going to be at home for two games on Friday and Saturday against NJIT and Long Island. Andy, Alex Nikoloff's serve is so fast. That's that's all I have to say. Full stop. My gosh, that thing is amazing. It's ridiculous. I actually have um, – I'll show it to you sometime. I was going through the pyramid. This is in the fall, and um, the men were, were practicing, and they were hitting serves. So I went down on the student side of the baseline – and I set up to record him serving and literally I was, you know, I'm busy looking through my phone and like the ball almost hit me in the head because <laughs> I wasn't really, really thinking about it going, he's serving right at me. And uh, they weren't returning serve. They were just hitting serve. So they were just bombing away and his serve is ridiculous. I mean, I can't even imagine what it's like to, to really try and, you know, return. And two, once he gets going, it's got to get in your head. I mean, if, if you're Stanford and he's hit three on you in a row, I mean, you can sit there all day long and say it doesn't bother you or you're not thinking about it, but you have to be thinking about it at that point. Yeah, absolutely. We're talking like 70 miles an hour, people. That thing is moving. Uh, we mentioned the Big West earlier, men's basketball and women's basketball coming down the stretch in their regular season Big West schedules, and then obviously the conference tournament in Las Vegas coming up in a few weeks. Men's team, two games this week. They gotta got they gotta have them. UC Davis, UC Riverside, both coming to Walter Pyramid. Uh, Long Beach State right now tied for first place with Cal State Fullerton at ten and three in the conference. Andy, we've talked a lot about that team, but I feel like they really turned a corner these last two weeks in. Uh, Maybe understanding where their style and talent could actually take them. They're one of the fastest offenses in the entire nation. Yeah, I mean, shorthanded uh, over the last week and a half. Um, not an excuse, but that's just a little bit of reality where we are. And I still think we have a really good team. We have a really, I mean, we got some guys on the bench that can play, step up when, when needed. And I think you saw the, the, the tale of two halves, right? And against Irvine the other night, you know, the first half, we didn't help ourselves. We didn't do really much. We didn't do much, you know, positive things on, on the court in the first half. And I think at halftime, you know, um, the team just was like, this is ridiculous. We know we're better than this. Let's go out there and show them what we can do. And, you know, I don't, you know, I don't want to say we got beat, um, you know, we, we, maybe we ran out of time. I think if we had another minute in that game, uh, we might've been able to pull off uh, one of the biggest, you know, comebacks um, in recent memory, but we get back into that game because what you talked about is kind of our identity and who we are. It's playing really fast, right? Upbeat seven seconds. It's also pressing, hounding, putting pressure on the other team. And uh, when we put those things together, we're, we're really tough to beat. So, you know, I think it's a learning lesson that, you know, you can't take your foot off the pedal for, um, you know, a half for sure. But, you know, even, you know, a couple plays, you have to play every single possession. And um, I think we learned a lot, although it, you know, would have been great to come back and win that game. I think that sets us up to the reality of, you know, we control our own destiny here. If we win the two games this week, we will, um, because we have the tiebreaker at worst, even if Fullerton wins, 
Um, you know, we, we have all the tiebreakers. So win two and we're in great shape looking at uh, the number one seed in the tournament. And uh, I think if we can do that, we set ourselves up really nice to make a run. On the women's side, got a shout out Kiana Hamilton Fisher. Her three-pointer with about 10 seconds left gave Long Beach State a big win at UCSD, but then they lost to UC Irvine. So they're going to need some wins this weekend on the road at Davis at Riverside. If you're feeling good going into that tournament. Uh, softball team, still another elite tournament for the softball team. Uh, they did pick up a good win against number 24 BYU, though. So they are getting those uh, those quality victories that, that you need. Um, the women's tennis team, got to shout them out as well. They are 3-0 and in the Big West after sweeping UC San Diego to stay undefeated. Uh, and the indoor track team also doing some, doing some great stuff. We've got a lot of that information available at the 562.org that you should go to right now. We'd like now to welcome on our special guests of the week representing women's water polo at Long Beach State. It's head coach, Sana Welch, and player, Jamie Oberman. We're so excited to have a coach and a player on this week. This is awesome, guys. Thank you so much for coming on the show. Yeah, we're excited. Thanks for having us. Well, you guys are coming off. Yeah, you guys are coming off a great weekend, like a historically good weekend uh, for Long Beach State, able to make some noise down there at UC Irvine and get it done at the uh, Barbara Calvis invite. The best finish in program history after wins over number nine, Arizona State, and number 10, UC Davis. How did it feel out there to, to do something the school's never done before? Well, obviously, we're, you know, all, always wanting to set the bar higher and higher each season, each weekend, uh, every game that we play. So it's it's a confirmation that we're doing the right things and, and we're the work that we're doing is paying off. But it always feels good to come back with with a couple wins, especially top 10 programs. Uh, and we were right there with Irvine. But, uh, you know, it, it feels good. It, it was well deserved. The players did a great job. So I'm a, I'm a happy coach this week. <laughs> Yeah, Jamie, how did it feel in the pool down there? It's got to be different coming back to these big tournaments after such a long hiatus, right? It is, it is. It's been, I think it's been two years since we've been in this tournament last. COVID shook a lot of things up and playing in a tournament where this many teams is involved, we haven't done that in a long time. So to go into a tournament and to come out with the wins that we did, we were so stoked. We put everything together as a team and it felt really good, really good as a team. Coach, how would you say the season's going based on where your expectations were a couple months ago when you finally were like, Hey, I'm actually going to get to coach a full season this year after being hired in 2020. Yeah, I think uh, we're right where we need to be right now. And, and I think as a coach, you always have to anticipate the ebbs and flows of a season, whether that's COVID, whether that's injuries or sickness, um, there's always going to be ups and downs. You know, you, you hope that you're going to have the full squad healthy all the time, but we know that's not the case and we're still missing a few players. So um, we're, we're in the trajectory that I would like us to be. So, and like I said, this weekend was a great um, show of that. So we're, we're in the upward direction where we plan to continue that. And so I'm, I'm happy with where we're at. It, it aligns with the, the programming that I've been, you know, putting together and we're just going to keep building on that. Yeah, yeah. Same question for you, Jamie. I mean, you, coming in, were you like, oh, I don't know. I'm when I'm in the pool playing in a big tournament. That's when I'll believe that we're actually going to have a, a season this year where that's possible. 
Yeah, um, this is actually my, I'm actually meant to be a junior here and this is my first hopefully full season. So it's been a long run and if we can get through this full season, which I definitely think we can, you know, obviously COVID's still going on, so we never know, but we, we've been doing all the right things where we've been doing our testing, we've been staying in our bubble, um, you know, all the team is pretty, we're pretty careful because we want a full season. We're, we're sick of these half seasons and we just want to play at this point. <laughs> yeah, amen to that. Um, you know, you're a defender from Australia and there's been a long history, a long successful history of, uh, of international athletes coming to Long Beach State. How did you find the beach or how did the beach find you and now you're here? Uh, so this started a few years ago. Uh, my father is friends with Gavin and Gavin put me in touch with Shana and Shana pretty much said, hey, we need a defender. I want you. What can we do? So <laughs> that kind of started off there and I was excited to uh, branch out and play somewhere where I haven't played before, you know, play a bit of a different set of rules here in the US compared to other countries. Um, and yeah, I'm, I'm so glad I came here. <laughs> Well, what's one of those rules that's been most difficult or, or you know, has changed your game? Uh, one thing that I still always struggle with is the 35 second shot clock. Uh, in international rules and, and back home in Australia, we only get 30 seconds. So as a defender, that extra five seconds when you're trying to, when you're trying to really press and get your team to go and counterattack, it's, Five seconds doesn't seem like a lot of time, but for a defender, it's it's a it's a very long time. <laughs> yeah, yeah, no doubt. Uh, coach, what was the first thing that you saw from Jamie, maybe on a, you know one of her recruiting videos or something that made you think that she would be a good fit here? Yeah, that's one of you know one of the things about recruiting internationally is we have to rely a lot on film unless we can get over there and and watch them play in person. So. I had the pleasure of actually playing in Perth. So I had some contacts over there that were able to, you know, give me some good, good info on Jamie. And so we knew she was a strong player and then just following up with her film, you know, we knew she'd be a great fit here. And so just such a dominant player at the center defender position and uh, to boot, she can shoot from the outside. So, you know, she's, she's a, uh, a good combo there to have in the pool and has been doing a great job for us. And, uh, we're glad she's here too. So <laughs> she's been doing a great job. Uh, Jamie, is there something outside of the pool, outside of, of playing water polo at Long Beach State that you really like about being in America or California or Long Beach that you wouldn't be able to get get back at home? Because I'm sure everybody who, you know, a little homesick, you know what I mean? There's the way you grew up is the way you grew up. But is there something here that you'd get that you wouldn't get anywhere else? So far, I think I've been pretty lucky where I've been back home in Perth and Long Beach, very similar. So I haven't found too much of a difference. But for me, for me, it's mainly the people, like the people here, my friends that I've made. I would not have some of the experiences that I've had back home, um, travel. I saw snow for the first time in Michigan. That's something I've never gotten back home. So things like that, that's been super exciting for me. What was that like? All right. I, I think everybody from California remembers the first time they see snow because it's not like a regular thing, you know, Southern California exactly. specifically. But yeah, yeah. So what was it like to see that snow? Uh, well, we went to Michigan my first year and um, I remember stepping off the plane and I was like, oh, it's, it's not going to be that cold. Two seconds later, I've got 
three jackets on. I put a pair of pants over my leggings. I put two more pairs of socks on. I was freezing. Um, and then as soon as we went to the higher cars, there was the smallest amount of snow on the floor, but I was still trying to make a snowball and I threw it at our athletic trainer. And then I realized two seconds later that you shouldn't make snowballs without gloves because your hands were free. <laughs> <laughs> Tough life lessons learned in college. It's a, it's, it's a tradition for sure. <laughs> that, that's so funny. It's just a little bit of snow. It's just like, oh my gosh, what is this? Um, yeah, the weather also, I didn't really think about that. That, that cold gets in your bones. And the first time you feel it, it's like, oh my gosh, this is, Absolutely. This is something. Yeah, this is something else. Different type of cold. Yeah, for real. Um, you know, Coach, you mentioned earlier, obviously, the COVID and the injuries and everything, getting back to first regular season in a while. Does that change the way you coach in practice or maybe like the, the ramp up that you want to have in the season that gets you playing your best at the end of the year like everybody wants to? Have you adjusted on the fly this year? Yeah, I think we've we've had to. And to be honest, you know, we've been doing that for this is the third season now that I've really, you know, been doing that. And it, it is it's day to day. It, it really is because we'll, you know, get a, a sickness or an injury or, you know, if we've got a couple starters out, you know, I'll readjust the plan. And uh, yeah, so I'll write a plan one day and have everything written out. And, you know, I could be adjusting it an hour later. So it's just constant change and adjustments. But um. I think just having the experience of the last couple of years under our belt, we, we kind of know that we have to be able to do that and be, be able to adjust on the fly. And uh, the team's just been doing a great job being able to adjust as well. I'll tell them one plan in the morning and then by the afternoon, I might tell them a different plan and they've just been a hundred percent in and a hundred percent committed. And they just make the switch, you know, just as quickly as I might have to, and they've just been doing a great job. So I'm, I'm super impressed with, their ability to do that as well. All right, Jamie, give me the Yelp review for Long Beach State women's water polo practices this year. Why are they good? Why are they bad? Would you come back? How many stars? Okay, so. <laughs> <laughs> Coach is putting up five. She, she wants five. See, here's the thing. I can say something, but then I also have to go back to training. So I'm going <laughs> to watch what I say here. <laughs> um, one thing I definitely love about our practice here is the intensity that the girls put in. It's definitely like we give it our all during practice. And when we start getting like things flowing really well, practice is five out of five, hundred percent, six on five comp, always up there. Super fun. Um, on the lower side of things, nobody likes to swim, but we know it's good conditioning. <laughs> we know it's good fitness. But a test set of 10 200s isn't always the funnest thing. But again, it, it's we do it to stay fit. And, you know, when you play the games and you're in that double overtime, like, you know why you do those 10 200s. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Good, good point. Good point. Uh, like I mentioned, you guys had some great success at that tournament in Irvine. Is there another set of games or one game at home or whatever that you're kind of looking forward to as your next benchmark? this season coach you can go first yeah I mean we that was kind of our our last tournament weekend in the sense of regular play before our actual conference championship in Hawaii at the end of the season so now the focus is you know we've got a couple games mixed in but the focus is our conference game so we've got our first conference game against UC San Diego down in San Diego next Friday 
So the, the, that's the focus, you know, one game at a time and just prepping for that and, and all of our conference play to try to give ourselves the best outlook for our, our conference championship. So that's the focus moving forward. And uh, we're excited. You're also going to have some non-conference stuff that people can see. You're going to host yes. Princeton on uh, next week, March 8th. Uh, that's a Tuesday, 7 p.m. at Ken Lindgren Aquatic Center. Uh, yeah, Jamie, kind of the same question. Like, do you, do you prepare your yourself mentally and physically different, knowing that you only have these one games each time as opposed to preparing for a weekend full of four or five games? Yes, definitely. Uh, I feel like when you know you're going into a one game, it's a lot easier to say, oh, okay, I've only got one game today. I can throw everything I have into it and I can give it my all. Whereas if, you know, you're preparing for a four or five game weekend, you've kind of got to be smart about what you do and um, warm ups and things like that, uh, where, you know, going into our one games, we can fully focus on that one game and not having to scout several teams. You know, we just have to focus on one team and one team only. Before I let you go, I need both of you to give some shout outs to other people in the program, players, assistant coaches, anybody, anybody who deserves a shout right now, let them know. Coach, this you is, can go first. This is great that you're doing this, JJ, because we actually started something this year where at the end of every practice, we choose a random player and they give a shout out. So this is, this aligns perfectly with what we've been doing. <laughs> I love um, that. I, I've got to give two shout outs. One is to the team. Like I said, they've just been showing up every day, regardless of what's going on around them. Focus, 100% committed, you know, buying into everything that, that we've been throwing at them and they, they trust in the process that, and, and it's starting to show. And then the other is that I have the absolute best staff in, in the country. I've got some great uh, help and, and not just in my assistants, but my volunteers are, our athletic trainers, our, you know, um, our support staff and everybody else who, who's been helping assist the team. So I couldn't ask for a better place to be. Long Beach State is where it's at. So shout outs all around. How about you, Jamie? Uh, I think I'm going to go the same with Shana. My team is, is my family. They're the best people. Um, I couldn't have gotten through the past two years without them. And for me personally, I'm going to give another shout out to Alexis, our athletic trainer. She is holding us all together, holding me together, making sure I do my exercises pre and post game, stalking me after the game just to make sure I have ice on my shoulder, following me around with ice bags, everything I need. She's, she's the absolute best. I got, you were supposed to say the names. I, I'm having such trouble pronouncing the names for women's water polo. I was hoping you guys were going to go down the list and I was just going to phonetically write it down as you I, went. I think last time you quizzed <laughs> me on the spellings of their last name. I did. So I I'm going to leave that this was, one up to you. I'm going to No, that was also <laughs> an effort. Yeah, that was also an effort to get the right one. Yeah. <laughs> if I asked her, maybe this, maybe this will work out. Tomato, tomato, you know? Yeah, there you go. There you go. Well, thank you so much for taking the time. We obviously really appreciate it. We know you're very busy. Congratulations again on the success this past weekend. Best of luck going forward, and, and we'll see you soon. Appreciate it. Thanks for having us, JJ. Thank you. All right, Andy, before we get out of here, let's talk about a little something different. Um, we were talking about Blair Field going to a baseball game. Do you, do you have a favorite baseball field tradition, right? Like every time I go to a baseball field or a stadium that I haven't been to, I will always take a one big lap all the way around. 
as much as possible. You know, sometimes you can't get to certain places, but I want to see every point of view in order to know what, what mine is and how, how it stacks up. Do you have any traditions when you go to like a baseball stadium or, or an arena when you first get in? Yeah. I mean, I'll do the walk around, but the, the other thing that I will always do is I want to go to the team shop. You know, I want to look and see, you know, what kind of lids do they have? What kind of gear do they have? Um, I like to, you know, I get a sense. You can kind of eyeball the fans, you know, if you're in an opposing venue, you can kind of, all right, what are, what are these folks like, you know, what, what am I, what are we up against today in terms of their fans? But, um, I like to check it out. I like to see what's going on. Um, and then, you know, I, I'm, I'm like you, I want to get a feel of the place. Um, you know, I love venues. That's one thing that I'm lucky in my job that I get to work on there are a lot of capital projects and things like that. So I'm really also looking for great ideas that I want to bring back to Long Beach State. So one of them is making a little list. I want to see if they have a really interesting, um, you know, way of sessions. So it's, uh, I want to, you know, if I can uh, bring home a few, uh, uh, new ideas from another venue. I'm always looking for those. Yeah, that, that's what actually what I was going to ask you. You said going to the shop. Like, are you also looking for design ideas or, you know what I mean? Like merchandising ideas. Are you kind of working when you're trying to watch sports? Always, always. You know, I want to see, you know, what what are other people doing? Um, I, I'm always thinking of competition. And even if I'm going to an NBA arena, let's say, it's still a fan experience, whether they're going to an NBA arena or they're coming to the pyramid. I look at as, you know, I'm on the clock. I feel like I'm always on the clock, even when maybe I'm not on the clock. So I want to look for those things in any venue I go to, I go, well, how can I make it a better experience for our fans? So whether it's the way concessions are run or it's something in the team shop or, you know, how do the, how do the ticket takers, you know, scan the tickets in, et cetera. I'm always watching and always making notes uh, on what others are doing because I, you know, I, I'm a competitive guy and uh, you know, I know our fans go to other places. So I want to make our place the best experience that it can be. It's a pretty great place, Andy. We love it. And that's why we're doing what we're doing. Long Beach state, the entire community of Long Beach, like you said, top of the show, it is busy season. And uh, we couldn't be more excited for what's just around the corner at the beach. So thank you, Andy, for having us. Thank you, producer Roger, for putting this together. Thank you, LB Nation. Stick with us. we got a lot coming at you, and you're all going to find it right here. Take care.